Today on episode number 477, we have a really cool Because of My Podcast story. Got a couple podcast rewinds. I'm going to give you yet another reason why you shouldn't be using SoundCloud. I'm going to tell you about the most addicting social platform, hands down. And we're going to talk about how podcasting is going to the dogs. Hit it, ladies. The School of Podcasting with Dave Jackson. Since 2005. Yeah, how's it going? Uh, trying to get my energy up. My name is Dave Jackson. I am your personal podcast coach, and I've been helping people understand technology for 20 some years. If you're new to the show, this is where we talk about all things podcasting from planning to promoting. All points in between, getting your show into iTunes, growing your audience, monetizing. Basically, I summarize it like this. I help you massage your message. I help you tackle the technology. I help you flat the learning curve. And I get you on the road to pain-free podcasting. Our website is schoolofpodcasting.com. And um, can we just, here, let's let's turn off the music. Can I, can I, I'm going to be real with you today. I had to put my dog to sleep yesterday. He said laughingly, <laughs> and I'm just not, I'm just not into being, Hey Dave, yeah, today. So we're just going to keep it real. Just you and me. Now I am super excited about what I'm going to be talking about today. Wait till you hear about this insane technology that I'm saying, you're probably going to want to check this out. It's, it's really, really cool. I'm amazed that. We, we talk a lot about this show. One of the things I always hear people say, Dave, one of the coolest things about your show is you're not afraid to try stuff. And uh, I've had things blow up in my face big time at times. But uh, we tried something Saturday on Ask the Podcast Coach, and I'll be talking about that today. I'll be talking about how you can get really good audio into things like Periscope. And uh, But right now, hey, uh, let's go over. I like these. This is from uh, Bobby. From Live Nude Puppets. Yes, that is the name of the show. And if you think about it, I don't think he's talking about Donald Duck or uh, Yogi Bear. If you think about it, neither one of those guys wore pats, uh, pants. And um, I always say, if you can answer the question, because of my podcast, blank, uh, what would that be? And so, Bobby, first of all, thank you uh, for sending this in. Number two, congrats. Live Nude Live, why can't I say that today? Live Nude Puppets uh, topping the Clamorcast Top 20 Countdown. You can find that over at Clamorcast.com. It's another show I do. And uh, Bobby chimed in with this because of my podcast story. Check this out. Hey, Dave, this is Bobby from Live Nude Puppets. And I wanted to share because my podcast story, because my podcast, I was able to have a uh, brief conversation, um, but a very intimate and uh, touching conversation with the awesome Burt Reynolds. Um, and because I met Burt Reynolds was because an agent found me because of my podcast. So right there, he got an agent because of his podcast. And that's one little door that got open that led to him getting into another door, which led to this. And she is pitching live nude puppets animated series. Uh, she's actually a music agent, but all of her friends are in animation. So she's pitching a show for us. She sent us out to promote the show. And while we were out promoting the show, I met Burt Reynolds. 
And the first thing I thought to ask him was about Dom DeLuise because I love Dom DeLuise so much. And I said, Bert, can you just, I love Dom DeLuise so much growing up. And when I said Dom DeLuise, his agent's eyes popped out of his head. And I'm going to have to paraphrase. I know I'm not going to get it right. The, I, as soon as the incident happened, I recorded it and I posted it on iTunes on the live. So I'm going to actually play a clip here from Bobby's show. And then he started tearing up and he said, I think about him every day. I loved him more than anything in the world. And then I said, did you get a chance to tell him that? And he said, I told him that every single day. He reached out to shake my hand. And then I said, thank you. And he said, take care of yourself, young man. And I walked away. Thank you, Bobby. Very, very cool. So again, he's got an agent, got him in the door, gets to meet Burt Reynolds. And really, for Bobby, it sounds to me like he was more into maybe Dom DeLuise, but to know somebody that knew Dom is kind of one inch closer to Dom. So Bobby, thank you very much for that. Find Bobby over at, you guessed it, LiveNudePuppets.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, being that uh, it is now September... I want to put these on your calendar course. September 12th through the 13th, New Media Europe. Wish I was there. Really wish I was there. My buddies, Mike and Isabella, are uh, putting on this conference. And if you are on that side of the planet, I strongly urge you to go. I'm telling you, these, these events are always fun. Even if it's like 30 people, 300 people, 3,000 people, it's so great to be in a room with like-minded people. Then, if you're on this side of the pond, you ready for this? On September 12th, it is the first ever podcast Mid-Atlantic Podcast Conference. This is in Westville, New Jersey, baby. And you know who the closing keynote is? That's right. I'm coming in batting cleanup. Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting doing a presentation on the courage to be creative. We'll be talking about courage today. So again, that is September 12th. You can find that at Podcast Mid-Atlantic. Then at the end of the month, that's right, September 30th, International Podcast Day. You can find this at internationalpodcastday.com. Get some buttons over there. It's just a way to get the word podcasting into those people that aren't into it. Last year, I think we were trending for 16 hours on Twitter. It's a cool way to get podcasting into the minds of those that go, what's a podcast? Huh? So International Podcasting Day. I know there are a lot of activities that are going to be based around that. Maybe even one here. Hmm. We'll see. But uh, mark your calendar. September is going to be busy for podcasting. In case you missed it, it's time for a podcast rewind. All right, I'm behind on these. I appeared on the Podcasters Roundtable. This was one talking about tough decisions. And um, I was on there talking about how I had resigned as the director of podcasting for the Newbie Expo. And we had all sorts of other tough decisions that you occasionally need to make. And uh, here, Hall of Fame podcaster Danny Pena was talking about how he had to shut down his forum. Right, as anyone else had to make we, that decision? We, we did that a couple of years ago. This is uh, 
believe like five, four years ago, we shut down our forums and it was really active, man. Super active. And the reason why I did that is because a lot of people were on social media, Twitter, Facebook, you know, other places. And I feel that uh, talking to our community through Twitter is a lot easier because it's more like one-on-one. You know, and plus there was a lot of spam too, man. I was it was getting ridiculous with the spam. Yeah, don't start. So, yeah, we shut down. Yeah, we shut down our forums, and man, a lot of people in our community were they were extremely pissed that we did that. Yeah, absolutely. Been there, done that as well. Find that over at podcastersroundtable.com. And of course, everything I mentioned here, you can find at schoolofpodcasting.com slash four seven seven. My buddy David Hooper and the Red Podcast, he had me on there. And we were talking basically about podcasting and your business and how to do it right. So let's talk about the power of podcasting. What are some of the amazing things that you've seen really in the last couple of years since podcasting has kind of had a resurgence? The one thing is you can't get people to talk to you, but if you say I have a podcast, they will. Case in point, we just saw the president come on a, on a podcast. Not that everybody's going to have the president on a podcast, but I mean, that guy had to do 612 episodes to be ready for the president. But uh, I mean, I've talked to people I never thought I would have growing up in the 80s when I got to interview all these old 80s musician guys, you know, Carmine Peace. I'm like, ah, that's really cool. I never would have been able to uh, right. to talk to that guy. And I've talked to a bunch of people that have, have had that same similar experience where they've got to talk to people that they looked up to who never would have given them the time of day, but they were able to, you know, get that door open because they're like, oh, well, I'm kind of part of the media. I have a podcast. And in many times they have that person's target audience sitting right in front of them. So you've got that. And then the other thing is, you know, blogs are great. Newsletters are great. But when you add that tone of voice, it just gives you a whole new way to express yourself. It's hard to be sarcastic in print. And so now with a podcast, you, you can be. It takes you from being kind of words on a page to actually being a person. People talk about the whole no like, and trust aspect. And that just is ramped up a bit because people realize you are a person. It just builds that connection. And in the end, you know, relationships kind of drive everything. And so now if you can deliver great content on a regular basis, on a consistent basis, now there are those who will say you don't need to be consistent and that's a whole nother discussion. I would say you need to be consistent in, in quality. You have to bring that value. But if you can be consistent, now people will actually build their schedule around you. Like you are part of their routine. I've had people tell me, Dave, you're with me every Monday on the morning drive. And so now you have that super intimate connection and that way, now, if you do have a product, if you do have a business, if you have some sort of affiliate program for somebody else's stuff, they trust you. And if you say, I did this, it works, it's really cool, they'll go ahead and follow your link or buy your product or whatever it is, and, and off you go. And off you go. This clip is from, now this isn't something I was on, but I heard this and I'm like, I have to share this with you. And if you've never read Gary Vaynerchuk's book, Crush It!, or I think it's jab, jab, right hook, uppercut, 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 jab. It's something like that. Gary Vaynerchuk, V-A-Y-N-E-R-C-H-U-K. And Gary uh, did a show called Wine Library and took his, about his business, speaking of podcasting and business, and he took his company from like 5 million to 50 million. And so... There's a guy on YouTube, this is actually where I found this, named Chase Jarvis, who is a photographer, but does these really, as you might imagine, being a photographer, greatly um, 
shot videos and he interviews all sorts of really cool people. And I heard this clip and I was like, oh, I, I got to play you for this. And they're asking Gary, well, here, here's the question. And we've got a question coming in from at CraftCast. What does Gary think the most important asset is from marketing person to have? Patience. Wow. That is not the word I expected you to say. I know. Patience. I am dumbfounded by the notion of people trying to drive results and in a, thinking in week, it's yeah. going to happen in 90 days. I mean, I get emails from people like, hey, Gary, you're, this isn't working. Like, I need your help. This isn't working. I'm not getting traction, which I replied to. I'm like, hey, sorry, Sally. How long has this been going on? Like, what are you doing? How long? She's like, I've been doing this since, you know, for, since March, 30 days, 60 days. And I'm like, I did, <laughs> I did Wine Library TV every day for 18 months before anybody watched it. 18 months every day. Whoa. Before, I mean, because this was 06, people weren't in the habit of watching yep. online video, right? Patience is the number one thing needed. If you want people to buy things, if you want things to happen, if you want to build a business that you own instead of working for somebody, and you don't realize that this is a year's game, that this is a marathon, yeah. it's why I love social media. The reason I love social media marketing, actually, is because it doesn't drive results very quickly. It's actually shockingly human. Yeah. It's how we actually work in real life. You know, I can't just roll up on you the first time I meet and ask you for something outlandish. I can ask you yep. something more than I could have asked you for 90 days ago mm -hmm. because we've been spending more time together. Yep. Not just how life works. And so I would say patience. That is a brilliant answer. I expected the word to be hustle. I love hustle. I, I think hard, you know, hustle is my favorite word. Uh -huh. I think hard work is grossly underestimated. Grossly underestimated. Yeah. I think people, but it's, you know, it's, they're kind of cousins, right? You have to have patience. You know, it's a, you know. If I, you can ever take a long-term view, if you can, because some people can't afford to have a long-term view, and that's why social is not necessarily the best, um, best match for them. But I found it anything with my career, with my love life, with my friends, long-term view. Anytime you can afford it. And to have even a the people view. that can't afford it, yeah. student loans, sure. you know, rent that they can't pay. The fundamental truth is that you're still not gonna achieve anything in a very short, cheap way. Yeah. So you're just better off chugging along and eating crow for as long as possible and doing it the right way because you're not gonna get the results and a lot of times it takes you three steps back instead of at least being neutral. I love that he says, you're not gonna do it in a short, cheap way. And I was like, man, that's just a lot of gold. So if you if you got the time, uh, the actual title of it is Get Off Your uh, Donkey, shall we say, and uh, Get Noticed with Gary Vaynerchuk. And uh, I guess the show is called Chase Jarvis Live. So the other thing I wanted to talk about is if you listen to the show, I like Libsyn, L-I-B-S-Y-N.com, and Blueberry, B-L-U-B-R-Y.com. Use the coupon code SOP free to get a free month at either one of those. Uh, if you're Since we're listening to the School of Podcasting, this is on Libsyn. And a lot of people got really into SoundCloud because their player was so pretty. And I spent some time a while ago looking at some of the stories about SoundCloud and really digging like two, three, four stories down to really get to the actual details. Where, where did this person's story come from? And now I'm saying I would strongly urge you not to put any bag, any eggs 
in the basket of SoundCloud. In fact, I'm probably going to cancel my subscription. And I know they're super cool players, super cool. Well, guess what? It's not that super cool anymore. It doesn't work on Facebook. They lost $29 million last year. DJs are pulling their music. Why are they pulling their music? Because SoundCloud is trying to be legit. So they're blocking people trying to that have put up illegal music. Well, the DJs are like, hey, what the heck, dude? And so they're like, I'll go someplace else. And then they do. Sony, now they, they didn't do this fast enough. So Sony is like, uh, you guys don't make enough money, being that you lost $29 million last year. And they've pulled their music. And now they're being sued more or less by the music industry from the UK. In my opinion, it's dead sight walking. And that's all that is, is an opinion. But for me, no, SoundCloud is just not an option anymore. So what is an option is connecting with your audience. We talk here a lot about tech. I help you tackle the technology. And so I've been hearing so much about Periscope. And I heard a lot about this thing called Blab.im. And so Periscope is an app for your phone or your iPad. And I got to tell you something. There was really, really something very, very cool. And that is my stepson just went off to Purdue. Just as I record this, he just finished his first week. And a couple weeks ago, I loaded Periscope on my iPad because, well, my wife and I got to watch his very first performance in the Purdue marching band via Periscope. Now, that's just something that go back five years ago, that's not happening. And it was so easy. And that's the cool thing. Now, I've done a few of these now on my iPad, on my phone. And I, uh, of course, I went, I went for the heavy hitting, highly converting uh, topics, the content. And that's, of course, cat videos. And so my cat right now will not stop licking his hair. He's just psychotic. He's old. And so we got a little like baby sleeper nighty thing and put it on him. He's actually licking holes in the nighty at this point. But he, when I'm around, he meows a lot if I'm not petting him. He really likes to be petted. So I threw the cat on uh, Periscope and instantly had 36 people looking at my cat. Thought that was pretty interesting. And so I've gone through, occasionally, if I will have something to say, I will fire up my Periscope. Now with Periscope, it's live. And then your video basically evaporates in, an, in a day. I think it's 24 hours. When you're done, you can download that video to your phone and then upload it to YouTube or Dropbox or whatever you want to do. So it's rather interesting. And every time I do it, I get, you know, people show up. It's kind of interesting. So then I hear about Blab.im. Well, before we get into Blab, the when you do Periscope, it's using the microphone on your phone or your iPad or whatever you're doing. And so I wanted to get better audio into my Periscope. And so I use a thing called the iRig. Now, they, if you go to Guitar Center right now, they have a thing called the iRig 2. It's complete overkill. I have an iRig, and I tried it once, and it didn't work. And I tried it again this weekend, and it's working fine. So I don't know what happened there. Maybe didn't have it plugged in all the way. But the iRig device, you basically take a quarter inch out of your mixer. And so, like, one of the main outs that you're probably not using. I use my RCA outs to go into my portable recorder. 
but I use a quarter inch out that's just sitting there doing nothing and plugged it into the iRig and the iRig into your iPhone or your iPad or your smartphone. Well, in this case, the iRig's made for an iOS device. And it worked great. It was awesome. So all you need is a, a quarter inch patch cable to go from the mixer to the iRig and then the iRig to the phone. Now, when you're doing that, get a small cable. You don't need a 10 foot, 16 foot, 30 foot cable. You're just going to be all over your feet. But that's an easy way. If you want to do Periscope, uh, you could do that. So, but then I heard about Blab.im and I went over and I watched a couple videos. And what Blab.im does is they make watching a live presentation super easy, just like Periscope does, except you can have more than one person there. So, in fact, you can have up to four people. It looks a little bit like the Brady Bunch, but Blab.im is completely addicting. And I'm, I'm telling you now, it's kind of like, it's like Lay's potato chips, right? Nobody can eat just one. It's like a donut. There's another one that I can't just eat just one. And it's a, a streaming service like Periscope again. You can, if you choose to, allow four people in the room with you. There's a chat room where people can chime in and they can ask questions. They can also request that they come on screen with you, basically be part of the stream. So I tried this last Saturday on Ask the Podcast Coach, which you can find at askthepodcastcoach.com and also available on iTunes if you can't make it live. And this is a call-in show where uh, myself and co-host Jim Collison from TheAverageGuy.tv, we kind of talk and we always have topics set up in case nobody calls in because um, I got news for you. When you go live, you don't have an audience yet. So I still say that. If you're, if you're going to try this, I wouldn't start here. Although it's so easy, it's pretty close. But it's really, um, it's awesome in the fact that when you go live, you never know what you're going to get. So Jim and I have been doing this for a while. And I think in the, let's say the last year, I think we've had one time, maybe twice, where we had more than one person waiting to call. And I'm a beta tester for Blog Talk Radio. And if you're a regular listener to the show, you're like, Dave, don't you hate blog talk radio? I did in the past. Um, if you're going to do a call-in show that uses phones, I think they're the best ones out there. And I'll talk about them here in a second. But last Saturday, so when I was using the phone, I had maybe once or twice where I had more than one caller, meaning um, two. But last Saturday, I'm on blab.im and I had four people in the queue waiting to come on. That was unheard of. And the chat room, which normally has about 30 people in it on a good Saturday, maybe 35, and they will occasionally say something. This was just non-stop. And to me, I've always heard when people talk about the NFL, right, pro football, that when you go from college to the pros, that it's just so much faster. Now, Jim was kind of worried about this because he expected that people could just jump into the room and you'd be on screen. No, you have control over who is and is not on your stream. You can actually mute people. You can actually ban them if you want to, if you have somebody being a complete butthead. And the interesting thing here, yes, Blab works on your phone and your iPad, but you can also do it right from your computer. So it's easy to connect your mixer or your microphone or you can do this on a mobile device. So it's a little easier than Periscope, but it is best if you use Chrome or Firefox. They don't like uh, 
Safari. And you can choose to record or not your blab. And if you record it, when your blab is over, you get a link to the audio file. Now that is 320 kilobits per second stereo. You also get a link to the video. And we're gonna play two examples here. All right, let me play you this one. I'm not gonna tell you which one is which and then you tell me which one sounds better, all right? You ready? Here's one. As I do this, you know, we are having an endless stream of people coming in. Well, we have 120 viewers yeah. in, in the, right now. It's just crazy on the, in the chat room. All right, ready for this one? And I bet if you're in a car or something, like, I don't hear any difference. As I do this, you know, we are having an endless stream of people coming in. Well, we have 120 viewers in, yeah. in the, right now. It's just crazy on the, in the chat room. All right, one more little, we'll play just a smidgen. As I do this, you know, we are having an, as I do this, you know, we are having an. Okay. Which one did you think sound better? Number one, as I do this, you know, or this one, as I do this, you know, this one, that second one sounds a little more nasally, shall we say? That is the MP3 file from blab.im. The first one, as I do this, you know, we are having, that's the wave file from my portable recorder. As I do this, you know, we are having an, so yeah, for the audio snob, they're gonna go, oh, that second one, oh, ugh. I, I don't hear a whole lot of difference. And the difference I hear does not make it unlistenable. Now here's the other thing. So when you're done, you get a copy of the video to download. You get a copy of the MP3 file. You also get, if you want, you can take a code and stream. You can basically embed the video on your website. Now, one of the things they're working on is the ability to stream your blab from your website. Because right now, if you go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash live, I have it pointed at the blab. Now, the bad news about that any kind of advertising I had on my site, anything I wanted people to click on on my site, eh, not there. But on the other hand, I'm paying uh, what for this? Oh, that's right, nothing. It's free, which is also kind of a bad thing. We'll talk about that in a second. But I'm here to tell you, it's, it's like crack. It was insane. And the minute we got done, well, number one, I didn't get a single, I, I mentioned the phone number numerous times while I was on Blab, and not a single call came in, which to go, we've had, I think, one week where we had no callers. We usually get one caller. And uh, so that's where I'm like, this could be something where maybe I don't need a phone bridge anymore. I used to use callinstudio.com, and I would use a system like Mixler. And that's where Blog Talk Radio nails it. And it's not really fair to compare Blab.im to Blog Talk Radio because, number one, right now, Blab is free. Now, for the record, that makes me nervous because when you don't pay for stuff, uh, it usually goes away. Case in point, Audiometric.io was a service I talked about ah, probably a couple of months ago that, hey, they'll pay you to host your uh, files with them. Yeah, they're done. Free is not a good business model. They got purchased by... Penelope, Panope, Panope, some weird company that you cannot pronounce. Can we start using vowels? Really, I don't find vowels that offensive. Can a brother buy a vowel? Give me a break. Um, but in this case, blab.im has a ton 
of video and audio now on their servers. I'm not sure how long that video stays there, but that ain't free. And um, so if I looked at Blab.im versus Blog Talk Radio, Blog Talk Radio has really stepped up their game. Their, their audio, which used to be less than AM radio, is now CD quality stereo. That's cool. Um, you can go into, used to be you had to connect via the phone. Well, now you can connect directly to their service that sounds incredibly crystal clear, as can your guests. So I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. And then you can have your fan chime in via the phone if they want. Um, they also have a chat system. I never used their chat. I used it a couple times. It just seemed, for me, it was kind of like, meh. Uh, and you can direct people to your Blog Talk Radio show website. You can also implement the show on your site. A little, it takes a little finagling there. And as you might imagine, they kind of are hoping you'll direct traffic to their website. But the one thing that Blog Talk Radio does is it's super easy for people to connect with you. Okay. And that's why you pay more than you would with like a Lipson or a Blueberry. So if you're just doing a show, you just need a media host, I wouldn't recommend them. If you're doing, if you specifically want to do a phone call, yeah, this is probably the easiest way to go. And you're like, but wait, Dave, it says, you know, uh, they don't, they won't redirect your feed. Well, per Jay, yes, they will. If you want to leave Blog Talk Radio and you ask them, they will move their feed. So, um, but if you're doing a call-in show, yes, there is callinstudio.com. Yes, call-in studio is much, much cheaper, but it's also much, much more complex. So depending on your stance there with technology. Now, with that said, Blab.im, I said, you know, makes, I said, Blog Talk Radio makes it easy to connect with you. Blab.im completely smokes Blog Talk Radio when it comes to connecting with you. The interaction, the exposure of people tweeting, I just sat there and watched people tweet after tweet after tweet that, hey, come, this is a really cool show. You got to come hear this. And so here's the key here. This is my experience with my slightly technical audience, it is like the difference between college football and the pros because it was just a faster show. Both are great at this point, but Blab.im was just a much faster pace. And for my audience, I'm, I'm using Blab.im. I'll probably keep using Blog Talk Radio for a couple more weeks, but if I don't get any phone calls, why add the complexity to it? We'll see. Um, now, there is some things that Blog Talk Radio does that uh, I can't do right now on Blab.im. And that has a, you can have a call screener. And right now they don't have that on Blab.im. I do like the fact that on Blab.im, I see the person's name because it's tied into their Twitter account. And you also have to remember that if you're going to be just taking anybody on Blab.im, uh, you're going to have somebody come in and scream, Baba Booey! This is going to happen. And you got to be ready to eject them, and that's fine. Um, some other things here, I, um, they plan on adding the feature to allow you to put a Blab on your website, which is what I've been doing in the past. I use Google Hangout. And Google Hangout has a lot of really interesting features where I can like put a hat if I wanted to. I could put a hat on Jim's head and I could play sound effects and I could have lower thirds and things like that. But in the end, who really needs that? 
Like who went to Google and said, you know, I would use your service, except I want to be able to put a fake mustache on my co-host. I don't know what they were going for with that. And so Blab said, look, we need it to uh, be stable. You need to be able to get in and get out, have people uh, ask questions and tweet. It's pretty easy. So it's free. It's blab.im. And uh, there, Blab is missing a lot of stuff. There, there's no real stats. Um, you can see how many people attended your Blab, um, and you can see how many people are there currently. But I don't think I can go back later and see how many people watched the replay of my show. And so, if I were to compare these two, if your if your audience is not technical, if they're a little, mm, you know, if if their phone book is sitting next to their computer that might be a blog talk radio kind of audience. And it's a shame because blog talk radio has, they've really improved their technology. But if you have a computer with a microphone or a smartphone, again, you can connect via smartphone. It's just too easy to join a blab. It's, it's insanely easy and it's insanely easy to control it with Google hangouts. You're like, wait, I got to, now you can't share your screen. That's a whole nother discussion. Blab versus um, Google hangouts. Maybe we'll talk about that later. And right now, as the as the platform is fairly new, like a couple months, it's pretty easy to find a blab. But as it gets more and more popular, that's going to be interesting. But if you are a person that goes, oh, I need to connect with my audience, go over and start a blab. And you know what? It's a little nerve wracking because when you first sit there, the first two minutes, there's nobody there. And there's that little voice in your head that's going, I told you nobody would show up. I told you nobody's listening. Nobody cares. And then about that time, somebody will show up. It's really, really cool. And I'll definitely be using that on Saturday mornings. This podcast is part of the Power of Podcasting Network. Find it at powerofpodcasting.com. Changing the world one download at a time. All right. As I said at the top of the show, I had the displeasure this week of having to put um, basically my wife's dog I've been married for almost seven years now, and uh, I inherited a 110-pound German Shepherd named Coda, and it took me months to get used to this dog because he was ginormous. Now, I came into the relationship with a nine-pound Shih Tzu, and I'm not making this up. My entire dog was the size of Coda's head. Um, I should have got, got in touch with Glenn the Geek from uh, Horse Radio Network, you know, America's horse husband and asked him like, can I get a saddle for the dog? Cause he gets pretty good gas mileage. I'm pretty sure. But he's basically his health was going really, really quick lately and he could barely walk. And, um, he basically was my gentle giant. So unfortunately, right after, um, asked the podcast coach, my wife called and said, yeah, it's, it's time. She didn't want to do it. So I had to do it. And, uh, so I had to go over and have him put down. And it was really weird this morning cause I came downstairs and uh, as I record this, it's Sunday and uh, the kitchen just looks so much bigger because that's where I used to sleep. And it, it's weird. And I, I, I was thinking to me that dogs are a lot like podcasts and nobody, you know, if you're a dog lover, you just get a dog. But here's the thing. Here's how, you know me, I love analogies. Podcasts are a lot like dogs because you never know what you're going to get, Janae. Right, you can read up on breeds. You can um, watch videos, but until you bring the dog home, 
you never really know what you're actually going to have. And you can watch all the videos on YouTube and you can hear all the people saying, you need to start a podcast until you start a podcast. You're not going to really know what it's like to be a podcaster. My stepdaughter has two rescue dogs. She's all about rescue dogs. And um, she, when she got the first one, the dog would eat the house. Now, by that, I mean she would leave and go to work and come home, and part of the door frames were basically torn to shreds. He would eat the house. Now, because he was a rescue dog, he had just a hard life. He's cool now, but you never know what you're going to get. And something else here, there is more to getting a dog off the ground, just like there's more to getting a podcast off the ground than you expected. You know, when you get a dog, you think, oh, well, I'm going to have to pick up some food on the way home. And then when you turn back around, you go back to PetSmart, and you're like, oh, yeah, I need a bowl. Uh, I better pick up a leash. Oops, I almost forgot the uh, forgot the brush. Oh, wait, uh, the little guy's going to need some sort of bed or blanket to, uh, to think on, and you start the way home. You're like, oh, wait, he needs a chew toy or 50. All right, there's all sorts of stuff. Oh, wait, vaccinations? Holy cow. So there's probably more to getting a podcast off the ground. A lot of people think I just talk into a microphone for 20 minutes and people give me money. Uh, no. In fact, I've, I have a... a post on my website called the 27 steps to listing your podcast in iTunes. And some of these are super easy, like uh, pick a name. Are you going to have a co-host or not? But it's, um, and the good news is once you get your show into iTunes, those 27 steps are, are narrowed down to about seven to do an episode. So something else where podcasts are like dogs, you learn lessons the hard way. My little Dudley that I had for 14 years uh, I learned the hard way that if you don't shave a Shih Tzu's butt, mm-hmm, I said it, shave their butt, uh, the hair grows over the exit and there's nowhere for the poo to go. There's like this wall of hair and um, my poor dog almost like turned himself inside out trying to go because there wasn't, yeah, okay, maybe a little too much information there, but um, it's a lesson I learned the hard way and likewise, that time you had the best interview ever only to see that you forgot to press record on your recorder. Yeah. That's a lesson that's learned the hard way. Another one is once you get the routine down, then the relationship begins. You know, once the dog is trained and you have them under somewhat of a routine and you start to get to know their personality, you start to build that relationship. And with podcast, you know, the launch can be a little overwhelming. Got to get the artwork. Maybe I want to get an intro made, something like that. But once it's up and you can focus on making great content, you kind of get into this rhythm. You have your schedule down and on Thursday I do this and I read the blog and then I do the show notes and then I do the thing. And then you start to get that trickle of feedback and you start to build those relationships. And in the same way that you trust your dog isn't going to go, I don't know, and eat your house, your audience trusts you to bring them good content. Here's something else. You're more than likely going to try more gear. You know, sure, uh, you know, Rover loves his nylon bone, but when you put him in the backyard and then you threw him a Frisbee and he caught it, wow, a new passion was unveiled. And you're like, that's it. Get, I got to get more Frisbees. And with podcasting, you may want to take a stab at, at blab.im or maybe you want to add a co-host or maybe you want to try recording mobile you might try all sorts of different things and some things are awesome. And sometimes uh, you throw that Frisbee at the dog and they kind of look at you like, uh, are, are you expecting me to get that? Cause uh, not happening. So you're probably going to try some stuff. Here's another one. Your health 
is going to start to fail. And I, you might think about this. So does this mean since with dogs, right, one year is really seven years. Does that mean that a year in podcasting is like seven years? Maybe that's why most podcasters don't make it past episode seven because really it's episode 49. Not sure. But the passion you had for your subject, it might start to fade a little bit. And maybe you've said all there is to say on knitting. And maybe you're not in the same place where you were when you started 10 years ago. The only thing that ever stays the same is the fact that things change. And so it's funny because when dad walks in the door and they're like, oh, daddy bought us a puppy. Really what you're saying is, hey, in about 10 years, we're all going to be really sad. It's going to happen. And the last thing here, a couple other things, how dogs are like podcasts. You're going to know when it's time. Last week, I spoke with Donovan Atkinson, and I had a, a lot of feedback on that where people were like, you know what? I've been in that guy's shoes. And that's one of the reasons why I brought him on, because he was just fried. And he was very open, very honest guy. And, and I've had people say, he should have tried this. And he should, we we're all kind of armchair quarterbacked. And we're like, ah, really wasn't there to, to judge the guy. But I just wanted people to know that it is okay to get a little crispy. And Donovan said it, it just wasn't fun. And that's why he's taking a hiatus from podcasting. His life changed. His priorities changed. He's just not in the same place. And we saw my dog having further and further uh, problems walking, further and further uh, letting us know that he had to go poo. And just for the record, when a 110-pound German Shepherd poos in the house, not fun. And when he does it multiple times a day, you will know when it's time. And so the other thing how podcasting is like a dog, when it's gone, you look at the bright side and you preserve your memories. Um, I used to live next to a golf course when uh, I first got married. And I would get up and I would watch people tee off while I was eating my cereal. And Coda was always trying to escape. And because of his size, he's also black. He looked like a wolf. And it was interesting introducing him to new people because you could just see they're like, yeah. and so people literally like run. And um, one day he got out of the sliding door and he just took off down the course. And if I remember it, I believe I was in my pajamas running down the fairway trying to catch the dog. And um, I was kind of in disbelief as I'm running because um, – I really didn't think a dog could outrun me, but he, he, it was official. This dog was faster than I was. And um, it was also kind of depressing because I realized just how out of shape I was. And uh, luckily, Coda stopped to water a bush. And if he hadn't, I'd probably still be chasing the dog. And so I have a couple shows that I've, I've just pretty much laid down the mic. I keep saying they're still there, but you know, come on. I do one for the Marketing Musician. Marketingmusician.com is my very first podcast. and. Um, uh, that show, I just need to just pronounce it dead because it pretty much is. And, um, you know, I got to interview some music idols on that show that I grew up. And uh, I had bands email me saying, man, this is cool. I'm selling more music. I'm getting more gigs. Um, I'm just not in that scene like I was 10 years ago. I'm not even in a band right now. And so I've been very lucky in my life. I've I've lived in different places uh, growing up. I've, I've had, I had a dog named Partial because he was part collie and part dachshund. So we just called him partial. Um, 
I had Butch, I had Gonzo, Sarah, Dudley, Teddy, Max, and uh, Coda. And I never knew what I was going to get. I never knew what I was going to get. And I'm so glad I had the courage to invite a dog into my life. And so I urge you to find the courage to start a podcast and build a relationship with like-minded people once you get your routine down because you never know where the road is going to lead you. You might be talking to Burt Reynolds like Bobby was today. You might be on Periscope and have somebody go, oh my gosh, because there's a, the other thing that was cool about Periscope and Blab, it's not the typical podcasting geeky people that are over in the Google Hangouts. This is a whole different audience. It was kind of cool. And the other cool thing about Blab is you've got your Twitter handle right there and people can follow you. It's really, really cool. So that is going to do it for this episode. Next week, I've got an interview with a stalking, yep, a stalking expert. And you're like, what does stalking have to do with podcasting? You're going to want to listen to this. If you are a female podcaster, you're definitely going to want to come back next week. Some really interesting and kind of spooky and basically uh, guys are creepy discussion. I'm also going to be looking at a site for royalty-free music, and uh, I'll be tackling that technology. And anything else you'd like to talk about, just go out to schoolofpodcasting.com slash contact and let me know, and uh, we'll talk about it here. But if you're thinking of starting a podcast, check this out. Did you know you can check out the School of Podcasting for 30 days? And if on day 29, if on day 30, you're like, hey, Dave, you know what? This isn't for me. You don't know what you're going to get. I see what I'm going to get. I don't want it. By all means, sign up. 30 days, you got to kick the tires on it. If you don't like it, let me know. Your money comes back. It's that easy. And, and, I, and I'm that confident that if you really want to start a podcast, it, it's right there. Start with the planning your podcast course, then go into you know, coming up with what's going to make you unique, defining your audience. Then we get into picking your gear, building your website. And I'm there along the way to help you out. Use the coupon code LISTENER, L-I-S-T-E-N-E-R. Again, L-I-S-T-E-N-E-R. And you can save when you sign up at the School of Podcasting. Now, if you don't have a website, send me an email with the phrase quick start. And here's how this works. Uh, You send me that. I'm assuming you have a name picked out for your show, things like that. I'll send you a link. You can order hosting for your website, and I earn a commission on that. Thank you very much. I win. Well, how do you win? Well, send me uh, the email from the hosting company, and I'll install WordPress for you and some plugins to get you going. But wait, there's more. That's right. As an added bonus, I'll give you a free month at the School of Podcasting. It's pretty cool. So if you're interested in that, and again, if you're like, well, Dave, I already got a website, then just use the coupon code LISTENER and sign up at the School of Podcasting. So thanks so much for tuning in. Don't forget about International Podcasting Day. I will see you in Jersey uh, in September. And uh, until next week, class is dismissed. Take care and God bless. And you know who is the closing...
because you never know where the load 